Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC Studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It is the overtime. The PowerCat Overtime Podcast brought to you by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Cole, Midnight Carmody, and Ryan, 1 a.m. Gilbert. Ooh, I like that. You're more like 10 p.m. to me. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, because you're about 10 p.m. He's at midnight. Oh, that's the joke. I think I think 2 a.m. is a little more appropriate for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. 2.20. Sir, you have to leave now. You have to leave. Or 5.30 in the morning the other night. <laughs> He's living his best life, isn't he? <laughs> How's the pie here? Not good. I'll take all you got. Screw it. Throw it in a bowl with some bourbon and bring me a ladle. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. This is the podcast in which you ask us anything, we answer anything, and sometimes the answers don't even make it to the show. I think we lost a good 15 minutes of last week's show to moral obligations and not wanting to be canceled. Exactly. By everyone. Even people that wouldn't be into canceling people would be like, oh, you can't you can't say that. You can't do that. We'll keep it between the white lines this week. And like I said, we're sponsored by The Fridge. Make sure you stop into The Fridge whenever you make it to Manhattan, Kansas. Great service, great selection, really knowledgeable people in there if you're buying wine or you're just kind of a, a beer person who likes to explore new things or... Make sure you check out their whiskeys, bourbons, and vodkas. Kevin's a vodka guy, so he has lots of vodka. 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 The old name of this. It's around me. I'll have to throw it in right there. Make sure the content ID doesn't pick it up. It will be interesting if they have a copyright in place on it. I think it's on a two second drop. Yeah, for a, like Norwegian group or German group <laughs> or something. Probably do. What did I sneak by last week? G Easy. G Easy. Mm-hmm. I mean it, featuring Remo. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. got a good like 25 second clip in there. If you keep it under 30, usually you don't get flat. I was shocked when I heard that. I texted him. I was like, did you listen to the overtime? The old, the old man's cool. He knows what's going on. He's absolutely right. I don't listen to the podcast. That's a smart move. I do it once, and that's when I listen to it, is right now. You don't need the sound drops to entertain you, do you? Exactly. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. Well, hope everyone else does. I'm, I'm boycotting because of the chips. That's probably what You're it is. still scarred by the chips. Still mad. The chips are going to be inserted right now. I have a yeah, if he's not listening, why not? Ed? Yeah, why not? Okay, very good. Cole, you got him today. Take it away. 
First question of the overtime comes comes from Limestone Silo. I pronounced the name correctly this time, but slowly. Uh, how did how did Fitz come up with the Go Power Cat name? What names were left on the cutting room floor? Well, that goes way back to when Rival started, and initially they gave us all <clears throat> these really lame names, like they had set up all the sites. We were initially Super K State. That sucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I mean, everyone's like Super KU, Super. I don't know what they were thinking. But um, then I think we just opened it up to ideas. And that's what came up. The the big thing back then was to attach some type of action Mm -hmm. to your name. So it was really never, it it gets misinterpreted as rooting, go cats. But it's more like go sign up, go. And it worked. I would have thought on the go. And then because you had the magazine and then it was on a website. So. That's what I thought the answer was going to be. Oh, no. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, it does. But no. I'm wrong. You're smart. You're too smart in this case. <laughs> it was just that simple. We used Power Cat and attached a word to it that connotated action. I feel, like, I feel like the word go. Because I think ESPN still has ESPN.go.com in their domain name. Yeah, it kind of made the it's, rounds. It's yeah. just kind of a, an action verb from that, from the dot-com boom, I guess, that never... They're just stuck. The the best thing I can say about it is it's better than Super K-State. I feel like the only one that would work would be like Super Mizzou or like something like that. Yeah. Well, right. that'd be like the only one that would I could think of. But yeah. No, but Mizzou's power, Mizzou. <laughs> yep. Took that from us. Yep. So it's no great story behind it, but now it's pretty well branded, even though I don't like the rooting cheering connotations that come up with it well that'll answer that question there we go. uh next one is from adam k 63 oh, when did the pronunciation go from ahern to ahern maybe my memory is fading faster than i thought but i don't recall ever hearing the latter until the last 10 to 15 years you're you've got it backwards i've always said ahern unless i slip up and say ahern Ahern, which it's hard for me to say. I am told by people that it was Micah Hearn. That's how you pronounced his name. And then through the years, it was just Ahern. And now people are trying to recover the name as Ahern Fieldhouse, which is, I'm told the proper pronunciation of it. Because I feel like even on TV and on campus, they call it Ahern. That's what it's been known as. I mean, when I was here, that's what I got introduced. That is Ahern Fieldhouse. Most people say it. The other thing that bugs the crap out of me is Willie the Wildcat. Yes. There is no the in it. He His name is Willie Wildcat. It's so bad that the athletic department has started referring to him as Willie the Wildcat. I know. It, it's While Willie. they still have a blurb on him that it's Willie Wildcat. I know. It's just like. It's Willie Wildcat. First name. His middle name is not the. Yeah. Probably like Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> William Theodore Wildcat. It's looking more like hand grenade to be his middle name or jackknife. What was the 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 mascot that we talked about in Smithers class? Oh man. The one that got scrapped, it was like a movement was it a recycle oh it was Eco Cat. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Do you have a story about Eco Cat? Oh gosh. That was uh 
Kirk Schultz is the former president's wife's dream to have a female mascot, and she thought it should be eco-friendly. So she came up with EcoCat and dressed some poor student up and ruined her life as EcoCat. How long did it last? It didn't ma- It didn't last a month. Yeah. Really? It was so ridiculed. Go googly Google it. And Do you you'll see a picture of her. Epaw, every person, a wild cat. Yeah, that was another one of hers. Mm-hmm. When was that? Same time. Right? Same time. She was I training. I about 10 years ago. Because I want to say I was at Oklahoma State when EcoCat was a thing. Make sure you search the images because it's a dandy. That is not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there's the thumbnail that, for the episode. That is not satire. That she, was a real thing. She looks like a superhero. Yeah, saving the earth, one K State fan at a time. Epaw. When did the EMOS start then? EMOS been around forever, but they came in and, and decided uh, that that was sexist, so mm-hmm. prevented the band from spelling out EMOS at uh, midfield, which Frank Trace has brought back as soon as Kirk Schultz left. Yes! Yes! Did you hear that? Those great uniforms that basketball had that had the kind of ghosted image in the background, and at the bottom it said Wabash. It was. It said Emaw, but John Curry and Kirk Schultz wouldn't let him use Emaw, so they had to change it to Wabash. It's that kind of stuff. When you get caught up in that kind of yeah. stuff, and that's your management, then you're probably, you know, if you mm-hmm. if you're an outsider and you come to a school and you decide I'm going to change all the traditions, you're not going to be long for this world. So, I mean, some traditions need to go away. I get that, but. If that's the top of your priority list, yeah. If that not. that's that's scrambling to find controversy, mm-hmm. so yeah. But Eco Cat, and then there was Danger Cat, a less known superhero. K State, which was Bradley Gates's nickname for a while. Danger Cat. <laughs> that sounds like a good name for somebody on Wabash. It should be. It should be. We should just change Riley's name to Danger Cat. Well, now he works for. Oh, he'd probably get in trouble. For national. Yeah. You'd- Somebody would be, what's up with that? I woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Telephone ring and you want a chat. Well, sit on down and tell me what's up with that. Ooh, what up with that? What up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> Sorry, I probably stole one of your edits, didn't I? Oh, yeah. No, no that was that better. Right that was better. Um, next question comes from I Like Pickles Cat. Pickles. Whatever happened to the beer fairy? Oh, my God. The beer fairy now works at K-Rock. I mean, he worked at the fridge. Those were such great commercials here. Let's let's have a sample one. Oh, man, they're just, they were fantastic. He's brilliant. He's It was so funny. Is this one of those commercials like Conklin Cars and that was on every single No, there was like ad? four or five beer fairy commercials. Yeah, a few of them. I'm and the beer fairy. So funny. It was just so they were so well done for local advertising. But is, is it gonna be on YouTube is the question. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's where YouTube. I get, that's where I'm gonna get the sound. <laughs> Does this compare to uh Pizza Shuttle? Uh 
better production quality. But oh, yeah. these are actually fun. Really, these are production actually quality. <laughs> these are actually kind of funny. Hey, we got a beer. Uh, did you check the fridge? Are you a fairy? I'm the beer fairy. Yeah, I don't get it. You just have to believe. I can't say anything negative about that because we're sponsored by them. Well, that was really good production. Exactly. It's better than the pizza shuttle ones. Oh, 100%. And it's like an HD, and they put a lot of time and effort into that commercial. Yeah, there's a whole series of them. Pretty funny stuff. Thank you. Who was it? Daff? It was Daff. Uh, okay, here we go. Number four. Hokey Cat. Welcome to the podcast. I don't think we've had a question from Hokey He's Cat. First, first time, long time. He's yeah, been around see, for a bit. I found this confusing. Never, never posted on the podcast. I question, thought this so. was a buddy of mine. I I get so confused because my buddy, who's Anderson Blumont, his wife is a Virginia Tech grad. And mm-hmm. so they use Hokey Cat and different stuff. I was so confused, but it's not him. Well, he asks, who has the best chicken wings in Manhattan? Jack, what do you think? Chicken wings? I've only been to Chains. Yeah, I that's know. what I'm thinking too. And like, I don't want to I mean, say a, that well, it's a chain. <laughs> it was such an easy choice. So long used to have by far the best wings, and then they stopped them because people wouldn't order them enough. I mean, they were like the peanut in Kansas City, mm-hmm. you know, the the... Flat the wing were still flat and the whatever were still attached. But I'm also a boneless guy too, so I'm not going to. Those go, are not wings. I'm not surprised you're a boneless guy. Wow, are, you seem like the person that would get really mad at boneless wings. No, no I get I, mad at I get mad at people that what? think that they're holier than thou. Boneless wings. <laughs> boneless wings are just chicken nuggets. I don't understand. And I got I got news for you. Chickens don't have fingers. <laughs> They, they have tenders, though. No, they, they have tenders. The chickens here have wonderful lives before we harvest them so you can eat them. Actually, I don't order them very often because usually when I'm at Tanner's, I'm there for a purpose, but they have really good wings. Mm-hmm. Um, Wingstop, of course, is pretty good. Not Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm, I'm not, not a fan a bu- of Wingstop. I'm, I'm not, not a Buffalo fan of Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings. Wings I hate Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey, the Wingstop guy just gave $10 million to the school, so you're a fan. Yeah, we like Wingstop here as a K-State. Fitz, you need to edit in. K-State podcast. The devil is a lie. Rick Ross has a nice Wingstop line. Oh, wow. Okay. I Actually, I think Wing... I was going to answer this question with Wingstop just because... I mean, it's a chain, yes, but it's not like super relevant or it's not super prevalent yeah. like Buffalo Wild Wings is. Have you seen the stock price of Wingstop? Because you would change your mind. I have not. You know everything about stocks and I know nothing, so... It's a... If we're going to talk about stocks in the restaurant industry, Wingstop, at least the last time I looked, it was a buy. I don't know mm-hmm. what the stock market's doing now, mm-hmm. but, you know, when I didn't have a ton of money to buy Wingstop stock, it was a buy, and I did not buy. The thing I like about Wingstop, though, is it's like they literally make it and fry it right there. Like, it's know. not like pre-made, like a lot of other wing places. But yeah, that bothers me though, because I don't think that Wingstop is as good as I don't know how to put it. They aren't they aren't better than leaving their wings in a warmer. 
You know, I don't think that the quality it's of fast them, food. Yeah, I don't think that the quality of their wings and then making them made to order benefits them for the taste. I agree. Like, I like I would rather get my wings in five minutes yeah. than waiting 20 or 25 minutes right, right. for quote unquote fresh wings when, you know, cause especially when wings are hot, the sauce kind of just kind of falls off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sit for a bit. Let's be honest here. Hokey. I, I've come to the point in my life when I like Buffalo sauce a lot more than my body likes Buffalo sauce. So kind of out of the wing business because I'll get barbecue, I'll get other, but it's not the same experience. No. So it's kind of funny. Whenever someone orders wings at Tanner's and the plate goes by me, I'm like, oh, my my nose is like, I want. But yeah, it's it's not the same. So, but yeah, I mean, if I'm going to order wings, I'm probably right now going to go to Tanner's. I mean, if I'm going to just order pizza, I get wings from Papa John's. That's Half the time they're really good, and half the time they're okay. They're never really bad. No, they do a good job with wings. That's, that's half the reason. time they're really big, and you're like, "Whoa!" So, what's your favorite sauce flavor then? Buffalo, Overall, buffalo. Yeah, I love buffalo. Do you Friends. like the hot, hot sauce? No, I've never been able to do that. I'm Irish. We, we, our bodies reject potatoes for being too spicy. I enjoy buffalo wild wings, spicy garlic as yes. my favorite spice or favorite sounds favorite like a trip sauce. To the bathroom. Hmm. Right I mean, it is, but also if you go to Hooters and order spicy garlic, it is a different heat level. Why doesn't Manhattan have a Hooters? Because oh, Fitz lives here. No, I just don't think it'd work. I don't. I think it's too small of a town to have the waitresses. I don't know. Uh, tell that story about your. Yeah, we went to a <laughs> camp in St. Louis, cover some recruits, and we ate. There was a fight that night. There was a fight the night before. Uh, it was Mayweather, Pacquiao. Yeah, we watched yeah. the boxing fight at Hooters. I order spicy garlic wings, not looking at the heat levels, thinking, hey, I've been to Buffalo Wild Wings before. I've never been to Hooters. Let's get spicy garlic. That seems like a safe choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get them, and they're like the second or third hottest wing mm. at Hooters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I powered through probably three quarters. I think I ordered like 20 or something. Like it was a decent sized plate of buffalo, boneless buffalo wings and some curly fries. I think I ate like three quarters of it, which is probably pretty impressive. And Fitz was telling me, he's like, dude, just order something else. Like, it's fine. It's like, no, I'll eat it. Were you sweating? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He was visibly in pain. <laughs> it was it was painful. And then the next morning. <laughs> it was worse. We're on our way. We leave the hotel and we're not even like five minutes away from the like leaving the hotel. And I'm like. I don't know if Fritz or somebody stopped at Panera, but I was like, I think, I think we might, I think I might've been the stop. I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. So we go to a we, Panera. We hardly got out of the hotel and he's like, I gotta go somewhere. <laughs> it was bad. Which, uh, it was painful. Which part of your body did it come out of? Uh, not the mouth. Okay. Okay. Fire in the hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was- that was brutal. Yeah, because it was entertaining the night he was trying to eat them, and it was just painful to watch what he was going through the next day. But sounds like a night of drinking. Uh, he's. I wish. I wish I had a hangover instead of indigestion. Katie was with us, right? Katie was with yeah. us. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
The humans will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. The ads are done. Speak humans. Uh, Next question comes from KNED. Quote, classic movies that hold up over time, technology excluded. Ones that don't and ones you can't believe are actually a thing. My favorite cult movie is Spring Breakers. Does Christmas Vacation count as a cult movie? I don't movie? think that's a cult movie. That's too mainstreamish. I'm not sure how to define a cult movie. I mean, what I mean, about thinking, Animal House? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is that a cult movie? I think so. It holds up for me. But closer, close. Uh, I think that's closer to a cult movie than what Christmas, Christmas vacation? vacation. Yeah. One of my favorite movies that's horribly edited and is as stupid as Stripes, but my generation has so many lines from the one barrack scene when they all meet each other. I mean, we all do it. We don't. You guys probably don't even realize it's from that scene when people say stuff, but. Yeah, it was it was a poorly made movie that was very entertaining because it was so funny. I don't know. There's just not. I don't. I think it's the, all... like Napoleon Dynamite. That's a okay. cult yeah. movie. Does it? I never. I've watched it once. I don't know. <clears throat> and that's from not my. Time. See, like holding. Up, I don't think that there's any holding up or not holding up for Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, it's bench warmers. That's a cult movie. Is that a cult movie? Oh, 100 percent. That appeals to a specific group of people, and okay. every time you want to see Zach get triggered, on. is Borat a cult, cult movie? Mm, probably. That'll forever hold up for you. It'll ever, it'll forever hold up for me. What about the yeah. second one? The second one was kind of. I need to go back and watch the second one again because when I watched it, I thought that there were a lot of scenes that did not feel genuine. Mm-hmm. I felt that they were too. Perfect Arranged. compared to the compared to the first episode or compared to the first movie. I felt that the second movie was just a little too perfect at times. Fast and Furious is a cult series, right? <sighs> because I think how I define cult is like not mainstream. Yeah, that is a billion dollar yeah, yeah. industry. That's not a cult movie. Maybe the first one. Yeah, you know, but like. Even then, at that point, no. What about Cheech and Chong? I haven't seen them forever, but that was funny stuff. I would consider that to be a cult yeah, movie. Yeah. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Those are cult movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm t- I see. I just don't think I have many movies that fall into that 
genre for me. Pulp fiction. Yeah, it was okay. Maybe. I think there's just some stars in that movie, though. Yeah, but I think the style of the movie. But now that Tarantino's had kind of like a dynasty of films, I think it kind of diminishes the cult aspect of some of those early ones. I've got an answer, finally. I know exactly what cult movie that I can watch to this day. I could pop it on and, and have a good time, and the special effects are comically bad because they were meant to be. Monty Python in Search of the Holy Grail. That is then, a cold movie. And The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride, yeah. Zach and Cole, do you guys like that movie? Princess Bride? No. Or Monty Python. I've I, only seen clips of it ever. I like, have I've no never actually watched the full thing. Not a Wait, you don't even know what we're talking about? What, I, just because I haven't seen it doesn't doesn't excuse you not knowing what it is. The what? Monty Monty Python and the Search of the Holy Grail? Yeah. They, I can't say that I know. There's no horses in it. They just have coconuts. They clap together <laughs> and gallop like they have horses. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds like a good movie. Yeah. What about the movie Anaconda? Have you ever seen that movie? Long time ago. That, that's, a, that's a cult movie. I'll watch that movie when it's on TV because it's so bad. But it's good. Snakes on a Plane? Yeah. Cult movie probably? Oh, for sure. Anything with Samuel L. Jackson. It's a cult movie. True. That's something to be said about that. Um, next question from I Like Pickles Cat. What is the best movie scene of all time? Oh my gosh. What is this movie obsession today? That's what they were. <clears throat> best movie scene of all time. I think it is in Unforgiven when Clint Eastwood walks into the bar with Gene Hackman's there. He is so convincing and scary in that scene that he's going to kill Everyone, because his friend Ned is decorating the front of the saloon. Dead body. Oh, my God. Who's the fellow who owns this hole? Uh, I own this establishment. Bought it from Greeley for a thousand dollars. You better clear out of there. Yes, sir. Just hold it right there. Hold it! Well, sir, you are a cowardly son of a bitch. You just shot an unarmed man. Well, he should have armed himself. He's going to decorate his saloon with my friend. It's all you. It's a great scene. Have you seen Training Day? Long, yeah, I have, but I don't know. One of my favorite scenes is at the very end when Denzel is in the spot where he thinks he's protected, and the people he's supposedly protecting as a cr crooked cop turn on him, and he gets shot and dies. Wow, I'm King Kong in this. Bleep. Nice. Um, Dark Knight opening scene for me, Ooh. probably. That is a good. So one. smooth, just a good kind of shock factor. Opener. I forgot about that one. That's I also a really like the. Good one. Uh, I think it's the third Pirates of the Caribbean where they're hanging everybody, and there's the kid, and then they all start singing. Mm -hmm. hmm. What about that, the speech? That one's like just kind of cool, I guess. The speech in any I'm given Sunday. Hang a kid, though. If we're talking about sports movies, I think that might be one of the greatest sports speeches in a movie. I'm not saying the best sports scene, because 
there's lots of good sports. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about Rudy, but every time that they start chanting Rudy's name in Rudy and he makes a tackle is like kind of tears me up. That'd be a good nickname Rudy for was you. Offsides. Rudy? You could be the Rudy of this podcast. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel great, Fitz. Kind of the walk-on who's now part of the team. Yeah, that's so nice. I, another one that is iconic scene for me, um, two of my favorite movies, at least favorite scene, Top Gun in the uh, scene at the bar, which turns out to be Kansas City Barbecue in San Diego, by the way. Um, that's this great piano scene that's funny. And then there's a scene in Platoon um, in which they leave behind a sergeant to be because he's supposedly dead, but he's not. Really iconic scene. Oh. That was me. Oh. thought it was a dog. No, it was me. Mm. Let's move on. Wait, I want to go back to my cult movie, Spring Breakers, because there is an incredible scene in that where at the end, James Franco and then Vanessa Hudgens and... Ashley Benson? I don't know. The the last two of them. Selena Gomez is in the movie, but she goes home early. But there's this dude. It's Gucci Mane. And they go to his mansion, and they shoot up the whole thing. James Franco and the other two girls, they don't take any bullets. And I think they kill everybody in the mansion. And then they kill Gucci Mane while he's in his hot tub. And that's the end of the movie. And they ride off into the sunset. Fitz, do you know who Gucci Mane is? Uh, Yes. I voted for him for president. <laughs> um, next question is from Win the Dang Day 2001. What is a 30 for 30 that you are most looking forward to in 15 years? Mine would be the 2019 LSU football team. Ooh, that's good. I like this question. See, I like these questions when people have thought it out themselves and come up with an answer, and then they ask us spontaneously to answer. Yeah. <clears throat> 30 years from now. 15 years from now. 15 years. It's, it's all the same for me. Um, <laughs> uh, probably Johnny Manziel. What a con that was. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. <clears throat> I still celebrate Johnny Manziel in the Scooby-Doo outfit. That was my favorite Johnny Manziel moment. I, that's when I. That's the only time I really liked Johnny Man, Manziel, was that he would dress up as Scooby Doo. Was he in the Big Twelve or SEC? SEC. SEC. By not by long though, right? Mm-mm. Barely. Mm-hmm. First yeah. year. Yeah, it was. That's when they thought they were going to compete in the SEC because they had Johnny Manziel, and then they found out, no, we're not. Just stayed in the Big Twelve. Um, probably a Patrick Mahomes one. Mm. About the whole dra- how they drafted him and. Some of those early things that they saw from him is incredible memory. I'm sure there'll be a Tom Brady docuseries, probably like Last Dance at some point. He'll probably be still playing in 15 years. That's probably <laughs> Don't true. Don't say that. <laughs> He'll be on his fourth franchise and still throwing touchdowns, just robotically standing in the pocket throwing touchdowns. I'm going to say a 30 for 30 in 15 years. On KU's cheating scandal, could be if it if the NCAA ever gets around to doing anything about it. That would be that'd be a really good one, especially with Bill Self. I'd I, say Kobe's passing would be a good one to. Oh, that's a great one yeah. to to watch. I hope that there's a Baltimore Colts style move in the next ten years. That the pack up a move in the middle of the night. Yeah, that we can get a. 30 for 30 on Oakland A's. I'm telling you that might. Well, I, well that's, a, that's what I was thinking yeah. was the Oakland A's now have permission to seek 
Oh, do they? From MLB, they have they have the blessing of MLB saying, "Hey guys, if you guys don't want to be in Oakland, it's cool." Because <laughs> of the stadium is just so it's a dump. Yeah. yeah, run down and I don't know. I I think the LSU football team would be good, but I mean, there's only so much you can do on a team that was. I mean, they're really good, but I I, I don't look at that as like, oh, I have to watch a thirty for thirty yeah. about it. I mean, I understand they were dominant, but, I mean, there's really no other storylines, I wouldn't think. I agree. Joe I think Burrow played else. at Ohio State. Now he's at LSU, and now he won, and now he gets to smoke a cigar. That's the 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. The transfer portal might hmm? Ooh, be a good yeah. story. And about Justin Fields, too. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We were asked this question, was that last week, about a K-State 30 for 30? Oh, the real story behind Deshaun Watson. There we go. Yeah, our, 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 we have an audience today that's <laughs> that's actually human. And uh, no, I thought Darla came up with that answer. She she doesn't have any answers. <laughs> a thirty for thirty on why the Scottish Terrier pees on the carpet. Uh, next question from Wyatt Bowlinger fifteen: Should the NFL and NCAA get together? and find an overtime package that they both want to incorporate? If so, what should the new overtime rules look like? Read that again. Should the NFL and NCAA get together and find an overtime rules package that they both want to incorporate? Did I miss something? Yeah, you missed rules the first time you read it. Yeah, and... Uh, I was my brain wandered off because overtime meant this podcast, and I was (laughs) like a little losser. Um... I like the way college does it, but not where they put the ball. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't put the ball down in field goal range. Third of the 50? Even the 45, even 40. I mean, 40, we're talking 57 yards. That's a big gamble. But. I See, I struggle with this because, like in Major League Baseball, when they put the runner on second base in the 10th inning, to me that kind of feels like NCAA football's overtime. Where it's still football, but there's an added component to, hey, we want you to score so we can kind of speed up the game. I think for the NFL, I, I mean, it's hard. You, you go back and you look at Tom Brady driving down just because he wins the toss and the Patriots go to the Super Bowl and end up winning. I mean, if I feel like the Chiefs would have such a major advantage if it was college overtime rules. Right. I mean, the teams with the best offense would, would win every single time. Yep. So I'm fine with the NFL's overtime rules, except they should add both teams get a full possession. Period. Yep. Like, there should be no situation where you can go and score a touchdown. And, well, since you won the coin toss and scored a touchdown, that's it. You should get a chance to rebut the touchdown. Yeah, because but, then you're... Because, I mean, you can do it. Like, if the other team scores a field goal on their first possession, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's you know you know that's not enough. You're allowed to come back, so... Yeah, you should be able to have the opportunity to try scoring a touchdown off the kickoff. Because it's also like if that team goes and scores a touchdown and you get a chance to come back, if you score a touchdown, you can kick the extra point and probably in the game tied because the odds of you getting the ball back again are not the greatest. Or you can go for two and try and go for the win. So I think that would add a lot of strategy in the NFL. I I still think they need to do that, yeah. Um, I don't know. It would be hard for – I just – the NCAA games – are so much different than the NFL. Right. So it's just, it'd be hard, I feel like, to have the same rules. I think 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 the way they set it up now at the 35, it's too easy to score. 
What's that? 25? Is it 25 or 35? It's 25. Is it really 25? <laughs> How did that happen again? We, we even discussed this. <clears throat> well, if it makes you feel any better, it was Wally. So <clears throat> Okay. It's at the 25, isn't it? 25, yeah. That's just way too easy. In high school, they put it on the 10. But if you go back to like the 40, I mean, I agree, it forces you to play some more football, but that's going to take a lot longer. If you go into four overtimes or something, that's yeah, it's going to be a long game, you know? So Yeah, I think college football is not good enough to regularly end overtime games from the 40 in under two or three overtimes. I think it would, I think it would, moving the ball back would extend the game. I don't. I feel like there'd be fewer scoring. More teams would True. go yeah. scoreless yeah. on their first possession and put the field goal as a game winner. True. Does that change the strategy point, maybe. of maybe you don't want to be on defense first? I know. It does. I mean, everyone wants to be on defense first. Because you're in scoring range. Either if you don't score, you're going to be able to most likely kick a field goal. That's mm-hmm. why people want to be on defense mm-hmm. first. But I kind of like that idea. Where No, you're, you're still going to go defense first because you go out, you get a stop, and now you just have to get a field goal if you get your stop. But what if your offense is on fire and you just want to score? <laughs> That's where I think it changes it a little bit because scoring is a given almost when you're on the 25, but it's not a given when you're on the 40. You can put a lot of pressure on a team who score a touchdown on your first possession then. But it's about the knowledge. What yeah. do we have to do? Not what, like, what do we, what should we do? It's what do we need to do? <laughs> or like Oregon would be the only school to do that. Or we could just settle it with a little sumo wrestling mm-hmm. right at midfield. Who would be K-State's representative? Uh, Jalen Pickle. I was going to say Ooh, him. Yeah, be I good. saw him walking his dog yesterday. Oh, he's too nice. We got to get someone else. What about Noah Johnson, <laughs> it's like a ten pound dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like Noah Johnson would be perfect for that. He's not big enough. Can we still pick Hubert, or even though he's not, he's not sumo. Why I wouldn't sumo? That's beneath him. <laughs> he would just wrestle. He'd he'd come off the top rope. Josh Rivas. That's a good one. Trade Deshaun would have been perfect for that. Oh, he'd been absolutely perfect. He'd he'd sumo wrestle on jorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question of the overtime comes from Adam K sixty three. This is probably a jab at me. So good. Uh, when talking about driving runs, driving in runs in baseball, should it be said RBI or RBIs? This is RBI. And I always put RBIs. Is RBI runs batted but in? I don't know if it's it already plural. Mm-hmm. Runs batted in. It doesn't look right when you are reading it, though. It should be R S B I, R's B I. Thanks, Gills. Thanks, thanks for clouding the situation even more. What it are you should, talking about? It should runs batted in R R, R little S B I. So then you put no, the R apostrophe S or whatever, and then B I. Gills is wrong. Well, I know, but I'm going <laughs> to defend his right to be wrong. It's America, damn it. Oh, okay. It's America. Well, I disagree. With it is R B I, and I occasionally change you, and other times I totally forget to do it. Yeah, I, I'm going to start using that. Thank you, Adam, for the. Adam's right. He's covered a lot of baseball in his life. Runs batted in is already plural. Doesn't need an S on the end. But when you're saying it out loud on a broadcast, is it okay to say RBIs? I think it is. Yeah. You listen. You'll be surprised. You might hear RBIs, but a lot of announcers will say four RBI, three RBI. Well, not Rex Hudler. Well, Rex doesn't know what he's saying. (laughs) Rex... 
Rex is proof that we all need medication at times. <laughs> the moon is his favorite planet, for mm-hmm. God's sakes. Look at that beautiful planet. If Rex can be behind a mic, anybody can. But that's a moon. Look at me. I got here somehow. Exactly. I I have a love-hate relationship with Rex Settler. <clears throat> I, I love him at times, and other times I'm like, okay, enough of this. Enough. That's what the 30 for 30 should be on. It's the... The redemption of Rex Hudler. How he went from how he went from being hated to love. You could do that on Ned Yost. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true too. That is true. Yeah. I mean Ned was people were so sick of him and then he hit the magic formula and won a World Series and got to a World Series, then won a World Series. And what's amazing is his three man closing thing didn't stick in baseball. A lot of teams mm-hmm. tried it, but they could never hit the formula that the Royals had mm-hmm. with three closers essentially. And the benefit of only having to get six innings out of your starter before you went to your bullpen mm-hmm. was a secret. And it can't be replicated. Can't. People tried so much, put so much money in bullpens, and then it just blew up in their face. Now we're back to starters and you need to go seven innings. And mm-hmm. It's interesting for sure. Um, have you heard Ryan's Steve Fizioc laugh? Oh, no. Ha, 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 ha. That's it. We're done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.